Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. Hello and welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Reagan, joined by John, and it is playoff season in the NFL. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're going to dive into the 49ers-Cowboys game, which is pretty much, in my brain, already called itself. We're going to talk about our predictions there. Let's first talk about the upcoming schedule for the podcast. John, I'm going to bring you in to do that. Yeah, so uh, like we did last week, we're going to have Friday to be the full selection show. Uh, but uh, throughout social media and everywhere, everyone's talking about the Bucks cowboys game, partly because it's fresh on the memory and partly because... Everyone is super hype on the Cowboys right now, so I thought it'd be appropriate to you know, dive into that one for this show to give you guys a little bit of a uh, taste, if you will, for what comes on Friday. But we'll be selecting the Jaguars-Chiefs game, um, the uh, Eagles-Giants um, game, uh, and then also th- we'll finish the Cowboy game up. We'll give the final predictions there once I you know, finish that all up. But we'll get into all the games uh, at that point um, and, you know, get, and also the Buffalo-Cincinnati game. Uh, and we'll talk about all that on Friday, but for now we'll just kind of give our you know takes, like you said, on the on the Cowboys 49ers game, just because that's on a lot of people's minds at this moment. Yeah, and despite what people are saying, even some analysts about Dak's performance against the Bucks, the Bucks, but that was maybe the worst game I've ever seen them play. <laughs> Dak had a good game. I don't think Dak is. I don't think the Cowboys are contenders against the 49ers. I think it's going to be a pretty lopsided game. Yeah. The the way the media is portraying that football game is just kind of weird, in my opinion. Uh, you don't hype up a team like you're hyping up the Cowboys right now unless they get into a situation where they scrape by a game, right? You don't hear anything about the Jaguars and the Chargers game. What happened to that game when that was the most epic comeback by Trevor Lawrence, who was horrible last season, turns things around, has a bunch of interceptions, and still somehow wins the game against the Chargers team, right? What about the Dolphins-Bills game, right, where that game came down to the final seconds? Where's the mainstream cover of that? Where's these games that all came down to the final possession, the final score? Where's where's the cover of Huntley and, with the Ravens and how well he played against the Cincinnati Bengals? Where's, like, the the media coverage uh, of just the analysis of what's going on in the games. I don't appreciate when we just hype up a position and we bounce every other day. I mean, you you know, I've been covering on the podcast about how everyone's scrutinizing Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson can't play football. Russell Wilson's a bust. Russell Wilson's that. Russell Wilson's that. Next season, if he plays, everyone will has uh, tunes will change a wee bit and it will become Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the league, right? So it's just... The media. Personally, on this podcast, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to break it down for you to help you understand what both sides can bring to the table and, you know, how a game can switch. Um, so, personally, in that Bucks game, after I rewatched it, actually, I didn't have to rewatch it. I knew what happened. I watched the full thing because we're Bucks fans. And the Bucks, I ain't no homer. I'm going to admit it. The Bucks played like crap. Right? It was terrible. It was, it was an awful worst. performance. I've never seen a defense do that poorly on keeping track of where wide receivers are. I mean, guys were just slipping the net 10 times out of 10. It was awful. Dak, kudos to him, right? I'll, I'll say that the one thing that Dak did really well is he made sure every mistake the defense had was not, un- was not forgotten. He 
you know, made it brutal for him. Salt in the wounds. He was good at that. He he fought him. Uh, so that's where they really kind of, you know, that's where the strength came from is getting into the end zone and you seeing those spots in the defense and allowing to throw there. But no, he did not manipulate the defense with his eyes, right? It was just a better play call than the defense had. It was just a better defense. Defense was not playing well. Offense played better and they actually did something to move things along in the right direction. Um, so there's that. And I think, the deep, the only thing that I think was really, really impressive by this uh, Cowboys team is I think Tony Pollard did a really, really nice job of moving the ch- uh, moving the chains, getting them jump started a little bit, kind of getting things rolling, getting that ball moving, and get things going down or in a, in, a, in the correct way, and and you know opening up the rest of the game, and that's when things started to really go downhill for the Bucks. If you look at the Bucks, no one's going to talk about this, right? I haven't heard personally, and I haven't listened to all that many morning shows just because. I don't really want to hear about how great the Cowboys are. Um, Not because I hate the Cowboys, but because I think there's more to it than that. Uh, But I think when Tampa did what we said, what we thought they should do, which is a lot of quick passes and quick throws, they actually moved the ball decently downfield. The problem lied in uh, the pass rush of the Cowboys was second to none. I mean, they were in that line in two seconds and Tom Brady was seeing the ground, right? It was quick, right? Hats off to them. They did a fantastic defensive scheme to make Tom Brady's life as miserable as possible, right? That's not the problem. They did a good job tackling the day, everything they, you would want them to do. I think defensively, that's the strong point of this Cowboys team. If you're going to say something, Dan Quinn did the perfect game plan to destroy the GOAT, the greatest of all time, at his home, in his element, in, in the playoffs, right? That's was really well done, really strong, and looked good. But that short passing game really helped move the ball downfield. So personally, that game did less of proving that Dak Prescott is somehow turning a leaf and, and rounding a corner and more of the 49ers are going to have a field day, right? Now, I think there's some issues with the 49ers. I think there's some things the 49ers need to address as far as Brock Purdy is concerned. Not to say he's not a quarterback, good quarterback, but he's a rookie quarterback, and he's an inexperienced quarterback with a huge bounty on his head, right? Everyone wants to take down Brock Purdy because he's doing such a great job, right? Everyone wants to beat Brock Purdy coming into the league because he was Mr. Irrelevant. Two first, or two guys went down ahead of him, and he came up, and he proved that he can do what he needs to do. Just be a little careful with the football. Some careless mistakes against Seattle. Some mistakes that probably would be interceptions or turnovers if you're playing this Cowboys team just because of how good the Dallas Cowboys are defensively, but nothing that you can't solve and work on. The only thing the 49 need to work on is doing a better job of stopping the run, making sure that's corralled and and, and kept in check. Um, but I think they'll do a better job of, you know, staying with the wide receivers. I saw a couple mistakes against Seattle, but that was like dime a dozen. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't that big a deal. I think it's just kind of, it's going to be some of those mistakes that just kind of just happens. But uh, just you know, stop the run and Brock Purdy. Just make sure you don't make the mistakes of forcing the ball into somewhere it doesn't need to go. However, in that 49ers game, we did see a lot of short passes, and those things were working out for him. And I think they can you know get get the ball downfield. I think the coaching staff's going to work with him a little bit. He's inexperienced, but he's playing really well. He got his team in the way they're at. Well, you're the Cowboys. You're going to be go- they're the higher seed, I believe. So they'll be going to uh, San Francisco to play. Uh, they will have to play you know at the at their at their house. If I'm not mistaken, the seating. I don't think I am, but I can correct myself if, if I'm wrong. But I, I, I think it's just one of those situations where you have to, you know, you're going to have to look at this for what it is. Um, Tampa Bay played horribly. Dak Prescott did a good job of being a game manager and scoring and making plays. Um, 
the that's really all this to be said about it. I mean, it did more to solidify the fact that they'll have a hard time against the 49ers than it is to say that the Cowboys are now instantly Super Bowl contenders and everyone should be super excited about the way this uh, Cowboys team is heading. Zeke needs to be cut. I don't think he brings anything to the table. I think there's just kind of a... Uh, a handicap more of anything and I think the four I think the defense won him this football game because if you look at everything the defense said all right Tom Brady we're gonna bring it to you at your house and we're gonna make your life so miserable that the defense has to stay on the game for the entirety of the game or stay on the field and retire the game and they're gonna get tired and we're gonna blow them up and we're just gonna go after Tom Brady we're not gonna let him kind of get the foot off the gas and it wasn't until like the fourth quarter that they even scored a touchdown so defensively they played phenomenally they did everything that you would possibly expect them to do defensively for Tampa they did horribly and Dak Prescott took full advantage that's all you can say about it um personally I did some tweets on you know social media about this and I and that where I think they're going I stick by that 100% I think that's what you're gonna see and then when you get into the 49ers game yeah I think there's some areas where you might see a little bit of slippage uh, as far as you know 49ers sacrifice a few points here and there maybe some mistakes that you know end up costing them but out of all the games that we're going to be going into uh, on Saturday and Sunday, this, in my opinion, is the worst of them. Uh, because I think if you pressure Dak Prescott, which the Bucks did at the beginning of the game, and Dak couldn't do anything. Then in that later part of the game, Dak did everything because nothing was in his face. I mean, he had literally all day to throw the football. It was the most horrible thing I've ever seen. Um, you know, you're going to have guys that are going to be open now and again. You just got to corral Pollard, make sure he can't get anything going. If you're the 49ers, make sure his life is miserable back there. And then everything else kind of, um, that's kind of where everything else will start from. Um, and I think if you, if you look at it, I think 49ers have a good pass rush. I think they can deal with that. I think Brock Purdy can definitely make the short passes and completions and turn them into longer plays. I think these guys have that skill and have that ability. They just need to get things going. And I think they need to take that deep shot, that home run shot, um, multiple times this game because I think he has got a good enough line and a good enough running game that can back him up but you know launch it a couple times to see what can happen and see if you can loosen up the the back end of this defense because I've seen it multiple times even in that Bucks game Mike Evans dropped that touchdown pass that would have you know maybe got the Bucks an opportunity to win that football game uh or it might have been a little too late but you know onside kick deep play first play and maybe you have a little bit of a chance, but your defense wasn't doing anything for you. But take a couple home run shots. Give yourself that opportunity to, to kind of put, put yourself in the driver's seat and, and, and in control. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I think this is an, a 49ers victory for them. I don't think that – I think the Cowboys are going to be hyped up. I think they're going to be the team everyone's talking about as the team is going to win this game, and uh, and everyone's going to be talking about this game. But there's way more to it than me. See, like I've been you know, t- saying um, – uh, I think if you really look at it, I think the 49ers are going to struggle guarding the run, but I think they're going to do a good job stopping the wide receivers, making sure they just can't get open. Yeah, they might have some catches. It's the NFL, right? Um, I think it's, um, at least for me, when I watch the football game, sometimes I get lost in the nitty-gritty of the play-by-play-by-play-by-play, but you got to zoom out and look at the full scope of each game. What happened in each game? What led to this series of events that then turned the tides of that game or caused that game to be a final victory? Um, and when you look at all of that, then you have a you know more well-rounded view of what happened and, and what it could happen, right? Um, I've heard in, like I've just heard things about this Cowboys team that personally doesn't make sense. You can't just say Dak Prescott has turned this huge leaf and, and and now in a situation where he's playing better just because he had one good game. You have to take the whole season as a whole and look at everything and not take this one game where any good any quarterback would have had success. I mean, it's not like he played lights out football, right? He he had some success, but I just don't I think we're putting on a little too high of a pedestal. Uh if I was Dak, I would turn off all the social media. I wouldn't listen to it because that's going to get in your head. You got to you got to be ready for the next game. Next game up, you got to always be that underdog, that underdog mentality. 
uh, to get the, I would say the same thing for Brock Purdy. Don't listen to any of this. Don't listen to any of the hype. Don't listen to any of it because it's not going to help you win a football game. It's going to hurt you, if anything, because it's going to get to your head a little bit too much. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think they can establish a good run game if you're the 49ers and get things going, get that, get that ball moving, pound that rock, and then open up the passing game and just hinder the Cowboys and get after Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, I think, will throw an interception this game. I think he will make mistakes with the football. Once the pass rusher's in his face and there's not a 50-yard target to hit, he's going to make mistakes. That's just how the NFL works. I think Brock Purdy will be in a situation where I think he'll even turn it over and make a mistake. Now, I'm not hitting on Dak Prescott by any means, shape, or form. I'm just saying these are the facts of the game. Here's what he actually did well. Here's what actually didn't go well and what we should be covering as uh, as media, not, you know, just blasting, not even blasting yet, but just saying Dak Prescott is the reason they won that game when I think it's more Pollard in the defense. Uh, but regardless, I think, you know, when you get into that game, those are the keys to success for both sides. A, stop the run with Tony Pollard, hinder Dak Prescott, make his life a little bit uncomfy back there. Uh, and then also, you know, make sure no one leaks out, uh, out and you're not, there's no hat for hat. You got to have a guy, a hat on a hat, a bottom on body. You got to make sure there's a guy on him. And then if you're the Cowboys, you know, be w- waiting for Brock Purdy to make a rookie mistake because he makes those mistakes. There's just some things he struggles with, right? Stop Christian McCaffrey. Stop him early and often. Do not let him run wild on you. If you let him run wild, whew, this is going to be a long game for you. And I'd even use Tony Pollard pretty much right out the gate to see if you can loosen up that, that front seven a little bit, get things going. But this is a very good front seven. If you're the 49ers, a proven front seven in a front seven that also gave a little bit of trouble to say Seattle. Now, Seattle also had a little success running the football. That's why I'm a little unsure. Uh, but I think if, you know, if you do those things, I think you'll have a better success of winning. And if you're Dak Prescott, try to get out of the pocket early. Get on the run a little bit. Try not to let yourself sit back there to get the pass rush in your face. Those are the ways I see this game going. Like you said, I think it's probably 49ers victory now by how much. That's going to depend on how inexperienced Brock Purdy looks back there. Is he throwing the ball into situations that is risking his wide receiver's health? Is he throwing the situations where double coverage or not seeing the defense quite perfectly because things like that happen to rookie guys? Or is he just playing like a veteran like he has all season, right? Either way, uh, I think they still pull off the victory, but I think by lesser margin. Personally, I think this is should be a seven point victory for the 49ers or more but personally I don't I don't do scores all that often just because it's super hard to predict that uh, I think personally it's going to be a San Francisco 49er victory I think there's a there's a way uh the Cowboys win but I don't I think this is not the closest game we'll see I think this all the other three games are going to be way closer way more fun way more energetic way more right I just think this game everything about it is shaping up to be a bad game um just because of how D- Dak and this team came in into this game and how the 49ers has been playing I think the 49ers have the upper hand in, in that context um so personally I think they you know they pull off the victory uh if you don't remember anything from what I just said there because uh, that was a very long uh, um dialogue I guess not really dialogue uh, more of me just talking but uh, if you don't remember anything else I would just say this Dak Prescott did great of deciding where to go with the football and playing and making touchdowns and getting those plays done. But the same thing, I think it was the defense and Tony Pollard that everything opened up from, and those are the, those are the people that should be, uh, should, we should be talking about more because I think they've done such a great job all season long and are a really good defensive team. And I think the 49ers are going to be able to blow the top off them, but I think they did great in that game. In this game, I think, um, I think those are the success, uh, and the way they're going to win. And like I said, I'm just going to do a prediction for this game because it's fun to do at least one. I'm going to go with, I'll say if Brock Purdy does well and doesn't make rookie mistakes, they could go as much as 10 points victory. If he does make a few mistakes, I think it could be anywhere from that three to seven range. I'll go with seven. So 10 points if Brock Purdy plays like really, really well out of his head. Uh, if it's a little bit closer, I think seven. 
Alright. Yeah, I think that's probably a safe bet. Alright, we'll look forward to that game, and then the rest of the games, I think, probably are going to be the better games that I'm looking forward to personally, and we'll talk about those on Friday. But yeah, good analysis, and we'll be back on Friday. See you. God bless.